lunch, and two lunches, and three lunches. Oh, the burn, the burn, bring the burn, burn, burn. Ha, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. Mm. Ah, let's do this thing. Ah, of course. Bolster the situation then. Cup of tea, canning beet. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Forgot about you. Um, what were we talking about? Um, we were talking about running. Yes, running. I love running. One of the reasons why is because when I run, I experience Jesus running alongside with me. And it's so much fun to just be able to do what your body is meant to be doing and to travel and to do it with God. It is so, so much fun. Um, and I can feel God's happiness and his joy as we're running alongside with each other. Um, so it reminds me actually of a story of uh, a Olympic athlete called Eric Little, who won the Olympic gold for the 400 meter race in like 1920 something. And imagine that, the Olympic gold, that means he was the best of his time in the world. And when he ran, he said, God made me fast. And when I run, I feel his pleasure. You know, there are so many different types of races that you can run. There's like the, you can run around the house, you can run around the neighborhood, you can do a 100 meter, a 400 meter, you can do a 10K, you can do a half marathon, you can do a marathon. There are like loads and loads and loads of different races you can run. Um, actually, take a moment. Ask the people in your room, ask the people who you're staying at home with what the longest race they ever ran was. It might surprise you, you know? Alright, just, just have a chat amongst each other. Now, the Olympic Games are older than many, many things, and they go all the way back even to Bible times. And in the Bible, people would go to the Olympic Games and to races and to competitions and run lots of different things. Um, and the Bible talks about one race that's longer and that is the most important race that we can run, and that is the race of our lives. Now, the Bible 
also tells us how we can exercise and train for it. You know the Eric Littles and the Usain Bolts? They need to train hard. And so what we'll do, hey, we're all stuck in our own homes here actually. So why don't we start doing some exercise? Come on everybody, so now we're gonna do some exercise. We're gonna make sure that in your homes you've got some movement. Yeah, okay. If the grown-ups are thinking to themselves, I'm too dignified for this, then what I want is I want those kids to be able to help them out. Are you ready kids? Ha! I can't hear you! No, really, I, I can't hear you. It's, there's a, this is a camera, it's television, pre-record, no, never mind, never mind. We're gonna make this work! Okay, everybody, let's start with some warm-ups! So, everybody, one, two, three, woo! So everybody got some bit of movement in their body. Now let's get some stretches. So we're gonna stretch down, down to the dippy dippy top toes. Ooh, and up. Oh, stretchy, stretchy, stretch that. Right. To the side. Oh, and to the side. Okay, excellent. And now let's do some exercise. However many you can do, do. Okay, again, most, some adults might not be able to do this, and that is fine. Do it simple. Maybe you just want to go up and down like so. Or maybe you don't want to do this at all. All you got to make sure of throughout the whole process is befriend the cat. This, by the way, is Tigger, ladies and gentlemen. Hello, Tigger. Now those are the sort of exercises we can do to help our body stay strong, um, fit, and be able to do all the things we want to do with our bodies. But the Bible also talks about things we can do with our spirit and our soul to help it stay strong and to be able to run the race of life really well. And it talks about it in a book called Hebrews. No, not that kind of brew. I mean uh, this kind of brew. Now, in the Bible, there's a book, as I say, called Hebrews. And Hebrews talks about running the race of life with perseverance. Perseverance is a big word. What it essentially means is that we run without budging. We run without stopping. We don't let anything stop us to continue the thing that we are trying to do. And um, so what we need to think about is, what are we running to? So, can I encourage you in your um, home, with your family, with your friends, and maybe in your small groups later on this week, ask each other, what it is that you are running towards? What is the thing that you won't budge from? What is the thing that you're persevering for in your life? Now Hebrews says one of the things that we can do, one of the best things we can do, probably the best thing we can do, is to run to Jesus uh, as he sits on the right hand of the throne of God um, and he is positioned, he is placed 
in this incredible, incredible place of power where he can help and he can support us. But here's the funny thing. The Bible and Hebrews says that we're running to Jesus, but when I run, I also feel that Jesus is running with me. And that's how we feel often in life. So we're running to Jesus, but Jesus is also running with us. So what that means, and it's kind of confusing, but really what it means is there's always more of Jesus now and in the future. We can always expect to see more and experience more of God's goodness in the future, but also right now in the destination of our race and also as we are currently running. But how do we do that? How do we go and run alongside with Jesus and to Jesus? Well, in Hebrews chapter 12, if you want to know, it talks about certain exercises, fitness things we can do for the soul and for our spirit to help us as we run this race of life. What we can do is we can pray and worship we can choose peace, we can watch over each other, squash out bitterness, be thankful and care for God's blessings. Okay, so we did some exercises for the body, we did push-ups, press-ups so that our body stays strong and healthy. And what we now want to do is look at some exercises that we can do for the spirit and the soul. So the first one that we've done already is worship. Tick. Um, and um, what I'd like you maybe to do is to take a moment and chat amongst each other and then figure out what it is that um, worship does for you in helping you run with Jesus and towards Jesus. The second one is prayer. Now I'm going to give you a quick exercise here. There's lots and lots of ways to do this, but this is one that I want to talk to you through. Now prayer can be us praying to God and asking God for things. He's a good father and he wants to give his uh, children good gifts. But prayer is also listening to what God has to say for us. It's a conversation and conversations go both ways. So I want to give you a little exercise which we can then hear God speaking to us. So um, maybe you want to do this with your eyes closed or you want to do this with your eyes open. But the Bible says that his sheep hear his voice, which means that the children of God, which we all are, can hear God's voice. And we hear it more than we think we can. So I want you to imagine, because the mind is being transformed, and I want you to imagine Jesus standing next to you. Now you might need to take a deep breath in and a deep breath out to do this because your mind be, might be going through a bazillion different things. You're stuck at home right now, so that might be going through it or whatever it is. But I want you to take a deep breath and out. And imagine Jesus next to you, either sitting or standing, depending on what you're doing. And I want you to imagine and maybe think about what it might feel like on the side if you have Jesus standing there? Can you start feeling a prickling on your arm? Can you start feeling heat like you would if somebody else was standing there? Can you actually see him in your mind's eye 
standing where you are in your room. And then once you've imagined him next to you, I want you to ask him what he has to say to you. And this might take a moment. If you need to pause the video, go ahead and pause the video. But just take a moment and listen to what he has to say to you. Very often, this is the first thing that comes into our minds. Now, the Bible's a really, really helpful way to measure whether we're hearing something that comes from God or whether we're hearing something that's just from our own heads. But again, his sheep hear his voice. So trust what you're hearing. And more often than not, it's going to be a good thing. It's going to be something that God wants to bless you and encourage you with. Um, so if you're hearing that, let that seep in. Let that, let that tug right into you. Maybe it's I love you. Maybe it's I care for you. Whatever it is. But take a moment and linger on that. So for this next soul fitness exercise, what I'd like you to do is to grab a piece of paper and a pen or a phone or whatever it is that you need in order to write something down. Because what we're going to look at now is we're going to look at the exercise of choosing peace. That can be a tricky one at the moment. But um, often we can get really upset about things and we can, you know, um, like... Uh, our friends upsetting us or uh, we get stuck at home uh, because of a virus. And when things happen, it's normal and natural to feel bad about them and it can be very frustrating. But the amazing thing is that God meets us and gives us his peace in times when we feel bad about things. And uh, what I want to do for this exercise is for us to have the opportunity to give that peace to other people. So we're also watching out for one another or taking care of one another, which is another exercise. And we're doing both in the one. Ha <laughs> um, And so what I want you to do is I want you to quickly ask God for a name. Now, this isn't going to take long because, again, his sheep hear his voice. So think of a name quickly. And then the first name that comes to mind, write it down on your piece of paper or your phone. So I'll write that down. And I have the name Ben. Now what I want you to do is, once you have a name, um, I want you to ask God how he wants to give them his peace. So again, quickly write this down. You might need to pause the video if you do this, and that's fine. Um, I'm going to quickly write out for this person who's Ben, um, that God wants to give them, and maybe you need to take a little moment and just quickly ask, and then again, don't, don't think too long about it, because God does talk to us easily. Now, once you've written this sort of thing out for yourself, then maybe you know this person. Maybe you know someone called that, and I want you to be super, super brave, and I want you to get in touch with them and let them know. Um, maybe you don't know someone like that, but, and then ask at home. See if somebody else in your family knows someone by that name, and maybe they can send that through to them as well. So what this does is it gives us a beautiful opportunity to be together and run with Jesus so that we can help other people give his peace to them. Okay, for this next exercise, we're going to look at the next thing that Hebrews mentions, which is squashing out bitterness. Ooh, this can be even more difficult than squats. Um, 
Squashing out bitterness is, the secret of it is forgiveness. It is actually forgiving someone of something that they have done to us. Maybe they've done something nasty, unpleasant, or anything like that. So what I want you to do for this, and the power behind this is that when we forgive, is we are actually setting ourselves free. We put ourselves in a cage if we don't forgive someone, and we stop ourselves from being who we are. So by forgiving, what we do is we free ourselves. Now, forgiving isn't saying what the thing, the thing that the person did is okay, but it means that what we're saying is it will no longer cage me. I let them go. They need to fix their mess and forgiving lets them try to fix their mess. So what we're going to do here is we are going to take the thing, I want you to take a moment to think about someone that you might still be feeling resentful or bitter or problematic about, something that you hold against somebody because they've done something nasty to you, which is very understandable. But I want you to take a moment and if you want to do this, this is a very, very brave thing to do. So I want you to pretend to imagine that you're putting the thing that the person has done to you into your hand. And then I want you to say, I forgive them. And I want you to blow into your hand. And then imagine it going away, it leaving. And then letting go of it. Now this is going to be really hard for some of you because there's some really, really awful things that happen to us. But again, what we're doing is we're not just letting the person and forgiving them, but we're also helping ourselves in the process. And by forgiving them, again, we get to suddenly have peace where we don't currently. So, imagine it's in your hand, whatever the person's done to you, and blow it away. Now that was a very intense exercise, so you may want to just quickly pause before you move on to this next one. But the next exercise is caring for God's blessings. Now the best way we can care for God's blessings is to start with being thankful. Now there's lots of things we can do, but by being thankful, we are appreciating the blessing that God has given to us and we're able to celebrate it. If you celebrate a blessing, you're going to take care of the blessing a lot more. So in this particular instance, I want you to all get into your family group or into your friend group or into your small groups, whatever it is that you're going to be talking through with this. And I want you to list two things that you've been really thankful for in this last week. Now, sometimes our weeks can be really hard and can be really difficult and it can seem like there's nothing to be thankful for. And so, so we need to take a little bit more time. If you can't think of anything, then let the other people speak first. As they talk, you might start remembering things. So while we're at home, hopefully doing some physical exercise to keep ourselves fit in terms of our bodies, making sure that everything is going well and how it should, let's also take some spiritual soul exercises so that we can take care also of the spirit. Remembering though, but obviously taking care of the spirit takes care of the body and the body takes care of the spirit and so on and so forth. But let's make sure that we pray and we worship. Make sure 
that we choose peace, that we watch over each other, that we squash bitterness, and that we care for God's blessings. All of this is going to help us run the race of life better. It will help us to run alongside with Jesus and will also help us to run towards Jesus. And But really, really importantly, throughout all of this, let's also remember the words of Eric Little, who said, as he was running, he felt Jesus's and God's pleasure. So let's also make sure that we take the time to feel the goodness of God. Listen in as you pray. Don't just pray at him. Make sure that you spend time um, in that space as well. Great. Well, that's us for today. And thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for being with us. And I hope you guys have an absolutely brilliant week. Take good care and God bless. No, you catch me. No, you catch me every time.